And hey, everybody, and welcome to the Nerd Grounds Podcast. As always, it is your boy, Jake. And here with me today is my man, Dr. Blake. What up, Blake? What up, 2%? Happy holidays. What, what do you... What? Are you Are you even a doctor? Yeah, I'm a... Well, kind No. <laughs> what? You're a fraud? It's, are well, you are not you a, celebrating today? What's to, what is today? They got two oh, things. Oh, it's National Batman Day. Yes, sir. And one more thing. It's the legendary uh, Bill Murray's birthday, too. Well, happy birthday, Mr. Murray. I mean, it won't be Bill Murray's birthday when we upload this, but still, shout out goes to Bill Murray. It should be a national holiday. So always shout out to Bill Murray. I mean, shit. <laughs> we should do a shout out to Bill Murray on every single episode. Until he responds, damn it. <laughs> All right, we're doing that. We're doing a shout out to Bill Murray on every single episode from now on. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> I would love to have a drink with Bill Murray. If I don't know if he drinks. I don't know. He, he just does whatever he wants. It's fucking Bill Murray. What's your favorite Bill Murray movie? Oh, man. Honestly, uh, I like uh, Osmosis Jones. Zombieland, he makes a hysterical appearance. Yes, he um, does. That's another good one. Oh, he voices Garfield, and, you know, that's pretty cool. The yeah, original. but no. Yeah. I don't know. What's your favorite Bill Murray movie? Caddyshack. Oh, yeah, it's classic, of course. All of, Well, almost all of his movies are classics. I like the person he played in Osmosis Jones. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> the piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of action going on inside him, bro. Made for an exciting movie. Yeah, he was a setting for the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie inside Bill Murray at all times. Yeah, that movie was entirely live action. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's move on to what we're talking about today. We're talking about plenty of stuff. Yeah, not Bill Murray or Batman. <laughs> I mean, I can talk about Bill Murray and Batman all day. Maybe Bill Murray should play Batman. Yeah, I think he should play Alfred. <laughs> I, no, I think he could pull off the... Fr- <laughs> I think he could pull off a great old Batman. Well, yeah, if we want an old Batman, like a, maybe like a Frank Miller Batman. <laughs> That's like the darkest, most like shittiest Batman. It was like, gonna be Bill Murray. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> no, it's just he'd be an. He's great at playing an asshole. So I think you're gonna work. I like to see him play Two Face, maybe. Two Face. I don't know. I feel like he could pull it off. It could probably pull off he's anything. Got a dy- he's got a dynamic range to play two different personalities in one character. He could pull off any of uh, any of the characters in Gotham. I think he could pull off Poison Ivy pretty well too. Uh, don't d- no, don't let him play Poison Ivy. Well, let's let's move on to what we came to talk about today. Blake, you've been killing it on Twitter lately with some sick Friday matchups. You throw them out there. We've talked about them last week. You know, Dale Gribble versus Cousin Moe's. We also talked about uh, – I forget which other one we talked about. But <laughs> You remember <laughs> Randy Marsh versus Captain Jack Sparrow? That's right. That was great. I, yeah. you know, Randy Marsh Master is a scientist. versus Deathstroke. That was another good one. That was more of a serious – I like the goofy ones, but that was more, definitely was more serious. I, I, I can't I really think of any more goofy ones. 
Uh, we'll think of something. I'll help you out. I haven't really given you any help. You've been killing it, like I said, on Twitter. But uh, that's what I wanted to talk about, you know, last week after we recorded. We sat there for about 10 minutes trying to do, uh, you know, come up with a good matchup between ours. But, uh, you know, or doing our random normal matchups to pull a name. We wanted to get something really good. But I said, you know what, Blake? Just give me a couple of your good scenarios you've been throwing out there on Friday Twitter. Let's go over three of those matchups that we haven't thrown out there on Twitter yet. And let's talk about those. So, Blake, well, I know uh, you mentioned the first one we already talked about on Twitter a little bit. Oh, we did? Well, yeah, the Iron Giant versus King Kong. That's right. Excuse me. Forgive me. That was yesterday's. Yeah. <laughs> so the other ones, we're going we're gonna to discuss that because I didn't – oh, I did give my opinion. God damn it. I'm so contradictory today. Uh, we're going to talk about the matchup that he did post yesterday uh, between the Iron Giant and uh, King Kong. And then some other ones that have not been on Twitter, uh, one that I know of and have given some thought into, and then one that I don't know of yet, that Blake was keeping a mystery that he was going to tell me during the recording. <laughs> don't take so, it too seriously. Well, then, let's go we'll, ahead. We'll and, get to it later. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll save that one for last. But let's go ahead and talk about um, the one you proposed yesterday on Twitter on Friday. Um, Blake, you put up. The Iron Giant versus King Kong, and I'll go ahead and say because I already put my opinion out there. I know you haven't, so I'm going to save yours for after, but I said the Iron Giant, you know, because of there's a couple different reasons why. Um, King Kong is obviously uh, – we've seen him. He's, you know, a formidable – he's a giant freaking monkey climbing buildings, taking over, you know, Skull Island where there's all sorts of monsters, and he's the king of that shit. He runs that island. There's So he's a bad dude, but – I'm going to give it to Iron Giant for – I know we haven't seen him fight much, you know, unless you've seen Ready Player One and you want to take that into action. But we still didn't see him at his full potential, much like we didn't get to in the Iron Giant movie. But we got a lot of glimpses, especially if you've seen the deleted scenes um, that I mentioned to Blake before we started recording. You know, We get to see him go out into what I call assault mode. Um, towards the end of the movie when he gets attacked by the U.S. military, totally just morphs into this giant living weapon. Um, uh, what he says, he's not a gun. Let's keep that important. But, you know, fuck what he says because let's look at it. He's a giant weapon. Both of his arms turn into freaking crazy cannons. He's got shoulder cannons, all sorts of, you know, <coughs> some crazy chest light thing that looks like it could shoot another laser. I don't know, but... It's insane. You know, he totally transforms into this giant walk. He, he could totally – looks like he could totally wipe out our army if he wanted to at the moment. And if you have seen the deleted scene from that movie, which I had shown Blake before we recorded, it shows exactly that. It shows an army of these iron giants who do exactly that. They are sent to planets and obliterate them. It shows an army marching, a decimated planet, and then a few seconds later – Kaboom. It gets destroyed. For granted, there is only one of these iron giants, but you take that uh, into consideration. Uh, some of God's, uh, excuse me, some of King Kong's opponents, you know, obviously he's up against Godzilla very frequently. And like Blake said to me in private, that was a very checkered match history between them. Uh, but if you want to kind of look for something to compare it to, I would honestly compare uh, King Kong to almost like a mecha Godzilla. If you know, but with more firepower. You mean you can... that Iron Giant to Mechagodzilla? Exactly. I don't know. What did I say? 
King Kong to Mechagodzilla. Yeah, I would compare the Iron Giant to Mechagodzilla uh, in terms of you know durability, you know made a metal body, uh, you know firepower. Obviously, Mechagodzilla has the same <clears throat> firepower as regular Godzilla. Um, I believe I don't know the exact strength variancy, but um, they're changing it a lot. I know he's going to be a lot stronger just so the way they changed it so they they can say that he's still growing so they can. Make the matchup between him and Godzilla make sense for the next movie. Yeah, so King Kong is definitely, uh, you know, like like Blake said, uh, it's a checkered past between them. <clears throat> but I'm still gonna go with uh, the one man army and the Iron Giant in this one. Um, you know, we have seen in King Kong movies he does get captured. You know, sometimes he does get taken down by you know traditional. Things weapons. are gonna be a lot different now, though. I you're referring to the. The movie that came out a while ago with Adrian Brody, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was very small. That, that was, I think that was one of his smallest versions. I, I'm still on the fence about this matchup because the only thing that's keeping Iron Giant alive is the self-repair feature. He's not that durable, to be honest, though, because remember, he, he did suffer some damage from just a train. That's very true. I didn't think about that, and I didn't even consider the self-repair feature. Yeah. Um, it's... it's this fight goes down, it's going to involve a lot of the Iron Giant repairing himself. He has to hope that King Kong walks away, thinking that he has won the fight. And then it's going to have to do with a lot of the Iron Giant trying again and again, if he's up for it. Okay, well, I have a question for you. So you're you're leaning more towards King Kong, am I correct? The, the more I think about it, I guess the more I'm leaning towards King Kong right now. Okay, now, I haven't seen the most recent Skull Island movie that is supposed to be in the monster universe with Godzilla. Uh, in Skull Island, does he go against any type of military where there is just monsters? Uh, military and monsters. Now, how does he fare against the military? Did, now, did the military, you know, go on and fire upon him with, you know, rockets, machine guns? How do, what do they hit him with? Do they hit him at all? They, they hit him with everything they had. Um, granted, their technology wasn't that great, but more or less just pissed him off. And then his victories against the monsters didn't seem like he had to put that much effort into him. Well, my thinking is uh, obviously it's going to start the the mat. You know, they're not going to meet you know face to face. You know, the Iron Giant's going to see this raging gorilla charging him. He's going to have plenty of time to fire some attacks from a distance. You know, Iron Giant's going to have the advantage from a ranged fight. I mean, that's um, just, like, we have to, unfortunately, fly. we have to deal with hypo- hypotheticals I know. For, for a lot of Iron Giant. That's what's working he against him. He can fly. He's got the range he ability. Can, he can fly, for sure, but you got to, like, realize, like, he has to get pushed to that point where he goes to weapon mode. Very true. Very true. Um, so let's just say, like, he is going straight to weapon mode, so... For that to happen, we have to like assume that Hogarth is dead. Like King Kong just decimated the town, and well, I guess the setup for this that would make most sense is that Iron Giant he got exploded, and then after all these years, he finally repaired himself from getting his body scattered all over the earth, and then he returns to Hogarth, but he finds that King Kong has come and he's looking for Godzilla, but he ran into that town. I forgot which town it was, and King Kong just decimated it. And then I guess that would send Iron Giant into his offensive weapon mode to take on King Kong. See, I like that. I like how you throw in a scenario. 
you should start including that if you can for the uh, Friday matchups. I think that would make them a lot add add some more depth to them. As well, great I, as I would, are. I would, but um, it would just be difficult for me to write the text and then try to involve as many names as possible on the shout out. Well, you can always add a tweet, connect a tweet, and make a thread. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I guess I can do that. I'm just saying, I'm, you're doing your thing. Like I said in the beginning, you're fucking killing it. I already enjoy it. We're, we're, you're getting a lot more interaction. You're getting, you know, a lot of people are chiming in, and I love it. I love it. Every <laughs> week, you're killing it. I love it. Um, But, you know, so I, I guess pretty much we could just leave it at our, our opinions. You know, I'm leaning more towards Iron Giant if he can. Well, if I haven't even caught, talked I about the fight itself yet. I guess, like, King Kong's... I, I'm not sure how much Iron Giant's durability increased when he's in weapon mode or not, but his durability isn't that impressive at all, and I don't think it would take much for King Kong to tear himself apart. I mean, tear Iron Giant apart. So I'm not sure if the Iron Giant's going to keep on. He feels the need to stomp on all the pieces when he tears them apart and walk away, and then Iron Giant, I'm not sure if his repair feature is enhanced at all when he's in weapon mode. So... I, I get, yeah, I guess the more I think about it, I'm going with King Kong. I was, originally, I was going with Iron Giant, but I guess I'm going with King Kong now. Yeah, and it, it, it really is a tough matchup because, like you said, if King Kong does get it in close and get his hands on him, I agree with you 100%. You know, it, it's over. Uh, and King Kong wins. But if you say the match is already starting in weapon mode, Iron Giant has the ability to fly. He has a plethora of crazy weapons. That I just don't know if King Kong can withstand. You know, sure he could took the military you know, old, you know, traditional weapons, but what about laser cannons? And you know, we've mentioned before in private, me and you asking, I've asked if you know, how many times has King Kong tanked an atomic blast from Godzilla? I mean, he's I gotten like, hit by it before, but I'm pretty sure he survived. But it definitely did some did some damage. You know, and would King Kong be able to withstand a fight? You know, if if Iron Giant's fighting from the air and firing down on King Kong. How you know? There's a lot of, like you said, a hypothetical situations. We don't know how the Iron Giant would even fight. You know, we've only seen his weaponry. His fi- we haven't seen his fighting style. So, I mean, I, I guess we kind of have to leave it out. Well, you already hypoth- know what he's modeling his fighting style after. Yeah, just like all-out assault. Well, no, like in normal mode, he's going to try to fight like Superman as much as possible because he loves Superman. But he's not in normal mode. You mentioned he's in assault mode. Yeah, true. Um, I, the way I see it is like it's gonna be involve many matches, if that makes sense. That like King Kong tears Iron Giant apart, and it might move on to that bigger and better things. But Iron Giant's gonna keep on tracking him down and come back for more. And I guess it's up to how much King Kong can handle an assault from Iron Giant. Many, many times. I mean, I feel like the second time around, King Kong would, you know, kind of have the knowledge to, okay, this guy can repair himself if I just tear him apart. Maybe I should smash him. So I feel (laughs) like, I don't know, there's a lot, you know, but at the same time, maybe Iron Giant would take a smarter approach and, you know, start attacking from above where King Kong can't even touch him. So there's a lot of hypotheticals. I think they're on the same intelligence level. Well, no. I disagree with you there. I think Iron Giant has a higher intelligence based off the fact that he can speak. Oh, you know, kind of, yeah, kind of. 
No, I mean, it's Blake, more of would a you broken, consider... It's more of a broken speech, but... And then King Kong, I mean, you, you can't really base it, uh, King Kong's intelligence off of just speech. And Godzilla I mean, can't speak you, either. Well, yeah, but a lizard brain is and a primate brain, what, what do you consider more intelligent? A primate brain? Exactly. That's what you... It is. But they both but have... what do you high, consider? They both have high fight intelligence, and that's what matters. Exactly. Is are you agreeing with me? I agree that it would be, you know, very difficult for the Iron Giant to win. I'm not sure, you know, I, I make to make it interesting. I would go for Iron Giant based off of his weaponry. You know, obviously, I would love to have seen more of it, but you know, I think it's really just a hypothetical. We have to leave it pretty much as is for people to kind of make their own conclusions. Yeah, I don't uh, want to see think- more of it though. I don't want there to be a sequel. That would just ruin it for me. Well, no, obviously not. But you know, we're never gonna know what the Iron Giant can really do but i think we should go ahead and move on to the matchup that you had mentioned to me that you had not posted on twitter i'll just think of another matchup to post on twitter next week i was gonna post this one but i mean i guess i'll post it just for halloween coming up but next one is uh commissioner gordon versus michael myers all right and um what do you uh, know do you want to share share your thoughts first this time well michael myers thrives on fear like Based on all of his movies, he he does a lot better when his victim is scared of him. There's no doubt about that. So we do know that Commissioner Gordon isn't going to be intimidated by Michael Myers. No, not at all. He's seen some pretty bad shit, and then it's just some guy with a mask and a knife isn't really going to do much to scare him. But he will be on his guard for sure. He's not going to like think this fight is a joke. No. So are you saying that you you're you're putting your money on Commissioner Gordon for that match? I don't know because Michael Myers is an absolute tank. He <laughs> takes shots yeah. that would kill the normal human being. Yeah, he's almost supernatural when it comes to his durability. Uh, it's he's got unreal freakish. durability. Freakish. Like what do we have? Like fire, firearms. And 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 one thing you also got to think of: he can pretty much use anything as a weapon. I mean, I don't know his exact height. I want to say six six. He's a tall motherfucker. He's huge, and and you could you see him. You know, obviously, he likes to carry the big butcher knife, but you know he can use anything as a weapon. We see that in any movie. He chokes people out. He strangles them with his bare hands. Smashes their heads with any blunt object. So you know, Commissioner Gordon can definitely be in trouble. But I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you on this one. That I'm leaning with Commissioner Gordon as well. We've seen him. You know, he's, he's said my opinion outright. You know, oh, I'm still fuck thinking you. About him. Okay. <laughs> I was just I was being neutral until I thought about it more because I, I was neutral going in Iron Giant versus King Kong. Okay. Well, you know, I want you to think, take this into consideration then. Commissioner Gordon has stepped in as Batman for the time being. Yeah. Think about all the, you know, Michael Myers is pretty much Victor Zaz, uh, you know, with some weight on him. Think about all the other psychotic people Commissioner Gordon has had to deal with in Gotham City. There's a lot worse. They do a lot more damage. They kill a lot more people than Michael Myers does. And uh, Michael Myers well, gets always gets locked up. He always loses at the end of the, at the end of the movie. But he always uh, gets out for the next one. Exactly. I don't know how they're I don't know how they're gonna end it. I think they're gonna end it in 2021. Is that when the, the next movie comes out? That they're I know they're working no, on there, another sequel. There's there's one coming out in 2020. I, I don't know if I'm correct on this, but I thought there's going to be another movie after that one as well. I know that's my fiance is, you know, my 
she's a big horror movie fan, and her favorite is Halloween. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that, and I know she is as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Commissioner Gordon, uh, just well, based off the pure fact. I mean, think of all the – he's got Killer Croc. He hasn't really taken them down himself, though, right? He's just tangled with them a little bit, like not in a full-out fight. But that I, I agree with you. I hear what you're saying, but – I mean, you think someone like Michael Myers is going to? I mean, sure, he's Commissioner Gordon has these experience dealing with all these. He he has experience dealing with these people. You think someone like Michael Myers is going to give him a run for his money? Yeah, I think so. So I, okay. I set it, setting this up like there's just a murder, like several dead bodies on the outskirts of Gotham. He's sent to investigate. He's walking around inside a house or a building or whatever you want to think of. And while he's inside, he hears his backup getting murdered. <laughs> he looks outside, and there's dead, dead bodies all around. And can, he can barely glimpse seeing Michael come through the door. And then that's when the fight starts. Like, do you want this to be in close quarters or out in the open? You're making think, the matchup. It's your call. I mean, Yeah, I, I think it may make more sense if it was in close quarters in a building that has blood all over the floor or something like that. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, one of the things I think of, and like, you know, obviously the most recent Halloween movie, the cops that die are doing some dumb shit. They make stupid mistakes. You know, you know, they're not, you know, watching their six. They're not, you know, paying attention. They're, you know, they oh, got horror movie cops. intelligence. Exactly. Commissioner Gordon is a, a, the commissioner of Gotham PD for a reason. Um, you know, he's a detective. He is smart. He is not a gonna be one of those dumb cops in a horror movie um so i think that's gonna play to his advantage as well yeah another uh, more than i think about it the a lot of matchups that involve comic characters the advantage usually leans towards the comic book characters because they have some crazy stats and horror movies uh, they have the dumbest people it's very true but one thing i would like to also bring up as well Blake, did you read the recent miniseries um, by Scott Snyder, uh, Batman Who Laughs, seven-issue yeah. miniseries? I did. I did. Okay. You read all seven. That's what I was so thinking you, about well, like when it was like, yeah. Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon, Gordon was staring pretty much one of the – like some of the scariest characters in comic books like right in the face. And came out on top in the end. Yeah. Kinda. If you're reading Batman <laughs> Superman right now, you know that you know, that's kind of up in the air. But he survived. He made it out against pretty much the Batman Punisher, uh, Batman who kills uh, and with all sorts of crazy weapons, who is torturing him in, uh, at every torn, every corner. Are you thinking Michael Myers is any more deadly in any way than that well, Batman version? Commissioner Gordon still had his son with them whenever – like when he was facing off against the Batman Punisher, if you want to call him that. No, it, uh, like you're the Grim Knight. The Grim Knight, thank you. I forgot his name, but he's right <laughs> behind me. Is he? Uh, yeah, he's on my comic wall. <laughs> the Grim Knight one shot. No, it's just the, the way you said it, and it's like if he was right behind you. I, I <laughs> Fuck you. You know what I meant? Oh, you might I, not know what I meant, but I have a comic wall right behind me, and literally over my yeah. left shoulder is the Grim Knight one shot special. Foil cover shouts out to my man Trey for grabbing me for that. Anyways, continue. What was I saying? <laughs> uh, you, uh, you were we were talking about. I asked you if you thought Michael Myers was any which way well, yeah, more like, lethal than the Grim Knight. 
like I said, like when Commissioner Gordon was like a lot of his interactions with Grim Knight, he still had a son next to him too. True, but uh, I don't know. You think that given that handicap, you really think Michael Myers and the Grim Knight are any kind of comparison? No. <laughs> okay. So my point stands. I still am going to go with Commissioner Gordon. So how do you think he's going to take Michael Myers out? Uh, obviously, um, he's got he's his. Gonna... He's pretty much got his pistol, and that's it. And household objects. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I mean, I don't know how many clips he's taking with him, like when he's going out on an investigation. But he's going to load at least one clip on Michael. That's for sure. But I don't think that's going to be enough to stop him. So what do you think happens after that? Well, I mean, in the most in most cases, you see he's got that under the the chest strap, and you know those chest straps hold how many clips? You know, one in each breast. Yeah. Okay, so he's got, and then one in already his gun. So that's you know six, 18 rounds. You think Michael Myers is going to stand 18 rounds and whatever household objects that Commissioner Gordon can take? Michael Myers. I don't know. <laughs> Michael but, Myers I mean, commi- was on fire commi- in the last movie, and he, they, they kind of hinted that he survived that fire. <laughs> Well, yes, but Commissioner Gordon is also a trained, you know, policeman. I think after a couple of shots, he's going to obviously work his way up. He's not going to shoot for the headshot first, but I think after that first clip, by the end of that first clip, he's aiming for the head for sure. And I, I don't know exactly his aim, but like I said, he stepped in for Batman, so he's probably got some pretty decent accuracy. It's safe to assume he has the best aim on the force, so... I, well, I'm thinking that what I'm thinking about is how many headshots def- can fucking the big ass white face of Michael Myers take? Because that's a pretty clear target with a white mask and even in a dark house. No, well, like what I'm saying is that I think while Commissioner Gordon is unloading that clip, Michael Myers is still like doing that fast walk straight towards him. And this could get like an, an ugly close range fight very quick. It's just all about Commissioner Gordon. If Commissioner Gordon can keep his distance. Okay. So let's look at this. In the last movie, Michael Myers was in a house with two old ladies and a teenage girl, and was outwitted by a vanilla three white women. Well, she, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, character, she is working towards okay. her badass level in that movie. It's, it's kind of like that's compared to Commissioner one. Gordon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're gonna go off the last Halloween movie. Um, you know, they obviously outwitted him, trapped him in the basement, lit the house on fire. You don't think Commissioner Gordon has that sort of resourcefulness? Oh well, yeah, I, I guess when you put it that way. Boom! Money on the commish. Yeah, he's I, I guess Batman. I'll... He's the fucking commish. He's got you know at least 18 rounds on him. He's got this. Yeah, I guess I'll go with Commissioner Gordon on this one too. Obviously, there's the off chance Michael Myers returns. Yeah, and next Halloween, no, that's a no, no, likely <laughs> <laughs> He's got a year, bro. He's good. <laughs> so he's just he's gonna come back to lose to Commissioner Gordon every single year. Yeah, it's Halloween, bro. It's a movie. It's called Halloween. Come on, Commissioner Gordon's like, I'm tired of this shit. That's <laughs> ah, a fucking worst Halloween ever. Where's Batman? Yeah, he, fuck it. He's just gonna call Batman. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he'd even call Batman. No, nah, that's a lightweight, bro. He's like, ah, I'm gonna deal with this psycho with a mask. Yeah. That's kind of Batman's gig, though. You never know. Batman so do you think that, that Commissioner... Wait, all right, I forgot to factor this in. You think Commissioner Gordon would go for the kill, then? Oh. Because that's a major factor in this fight. I mean, yeah, if he's going to... You say he walks into a room and sees blood everywhere, he's not going to try to take this one in. But he's I mean, by yes, the book. 
Fuck. <sighs> yeah, okay. By the book, I mean, still, if he gets threatened, he'll still go for the lethal shot, correct? I mean, I can't think of an instance that Gordon has been put in that situation, but still, a police officer is rightful to use lethal force if their life is in danger, correct? Yeah, Michael That's Myers still... will be will be dead to rights. Um, but I still think Ex- Mr. Gordon will try to avoid that. Again, I guess this one is leading towards a hypothetical situation where I thought I had a pretty clear win here with Commissioner Gordon. But now since you added that in, I'm mad at you. (laughs) Why? Because I brought up a good point. Yeah, you did, you fucking loser. I thought I had this one. I thought that I made a great point and I thought it was a clear victory for Commissioner Gordon. But now that you bring that up, uh, if, if he doesn't use a lethal shot, he'll get killed. Because if he doesn't go for the lethal shot, you know, Michael Myers will tank every blow to the arms, legs, even probably chest and torso area. Um, yeah. So unless he's going for the headshot, which I highly doubt Commissioner Gordon would, maybe. Because like I said, I don't think – I can't think of any situation off the top of my head where Commissioner Gordon has been put in that position. All right. So you want to just go ahead and move on to the next bout that you have not told me about? <laughs> I, I, you might roll your eyes and start laughing, so I came up with another one just in ca- just in case on the spot. Okay. The one that's not very serious at all. I thought it'd be funny to do, and you might not even humor it, but this next one is uh, Chris Hansen versus Guy Fieri. Oh, my God. <laughs> the guy from To Catch a Predator versus Flavortown's mayor. <laughs> the mayor of Flavortown. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Hansen wins. I, I'm pretty sure – I'm surprised I haven't seen Guy Fieri on To Catch a Predator so far. So I'm still giving Guy Chris Hansen – I mean, how many people have tried to run away from Chris Hansen and, and gotten away? None. So I'm going Chris. Yeah, I have to go with Chris Hansen as well. He's got a, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a long reach. Uh, I mean, he pretty much comes with his own uh, assault crew, so – I mean, yeah, he stares predators in the face and he straight up insults them. <laughs> Have you ever seen To Catch a Predator? I've seen clips. I mean, I've never sat down and watched it, you know. But, but I mean, I've only seen clips too. But <laughs> it's I only seen clips of Chris, Chris Hansen being a savage. Fuck yeah! Oh so yeah, I guess it's an easy one for Chris uh, Chris Hansen. When um, how about Sonya Blade versus uh, Black Widow? Ooh. I'm going to go with Black Widow on the fact that she has her Widow's Bite electric shock on her wrist. That is fucking pretty much lethal to the average human being. I mean, Sonya Blade is an average human being. Yeah, she is, physically. Like physically. Physiologically. Physiologically, motherfucker. There we go. Look who fucking knows their words. Me. Bitch. You sound very I, articulate right I now. I know words. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun fight, though. But I think yeah. Sonya Blade still has a tech to match Black Widow's tech. Really? Yeah. Okay. I She's got, got drones and a wrist blast, too. I got one for you. I'm huh. going to make you think. Thor versus Shazam. <laughs> this has been brought up many times. Um... That's difficult. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it before. I mean, they're similar. Yes. I, I literally just drew their names sitting next to me. I was picking a couple of random names and 
I was picked Shazam, and I was like, oh, I don't know a good matchup for Shazam. And then I pulled Thor, and I was like, oh, shit, that's like actually a good matchup for Shazam. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to go with Shazam just because I know more about him, so I can't really voice my opinion too well on this fight. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know. Shazam has the knowledge of Solomon at his disposal. Thor is a... I don't know, man, because he's got Mjolnir, whatever the hell. Mjolnir? I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a lot better, but I don't know. I'd go Shazam as well, I guess, because he's pretty much equal to Superman on top of the fact that he has magic, and I would go Superman over Thor any day of the week. Okay. Um, This is one I've been contemplating. I'm not sure if it would be a good matchup or not. Uh, how about General Grievous versus, uh, Kiroshima? Um. From My Hero Academia? The Rock Dude? Yeah. See, I, I read, I've been reading the manga, and he hasn't really been in the manga for a while. I forgot. But, um, oh, Kiroshima versus General Grievous. Does General Grievous have his lightsabers? Yeah, that's his part of his standard setup. Uh, I don't want to spoil the manga. Because, <laughs> I mean, the season's coming out soon. Well, that's the anime. And I, I don't yeah, think. Well, yeah, no, the they will. Well, yeah, and I, but the manga is way further than the anime is. So I'm trying <laughs> to think of the point that I was gonna make is gonna be probably featured in this next season in season four. So I'm not gonna mention it, but I will say General Grievous. But okay. but expect a badass episode or two from uh, Kirishima in season four. If yeah, because they're doing work studies. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I said too much. I already said too much. It's all, um, it's all right. Um, but I'm excited for the next season, and he was one of my favorite students. Oh, yeah. I expect he has a badass arc uh, coming up. <laughs> I know that. And I'm, I, I will be – yeah, I know it will be get featured in season four. Season four is going to be great for everyone who is anime-only fans. I know that's including you, Blake. Dude, uh, <laughs> October 4th, right? I think so, yeah. It's definitely oh, coming up. There's a – like I said, Fall had no business being this lit. Fall is crazy. If you guys haven't checked out the video game episode we posted um, the day we, – we posted it the day we were recording this. It's – you know, the Fall video games are crazy. Uh, me and Blake are going to have to do an anime episode pretty soon. I don't know which animes you're watching right now, Blake, but there's so many. Dude, Demon Slayer is only that's season one. with Dub soon too as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, Dub is coming out for Demon Slayer? Yeah. Oh, that's that's gonna be dope. That's dope. See, I, I I've been watching the sub because just the animation quality on Demon Slayer, bro, is some of the greatest ever, dude. It is insane how clean. Like I, I can't even get into that right now. But we're gonna. The point I'm trying to make is Blake. <laughs> you need to you need to catch up on a, a couple different animes I want to talk about. I know uh, Chris wanted to be involved from, from Comic Book Legion. I wanted to be involved uh, with an episode. I think that would be a good episode because I know he's into anime as well. I think we should have him on that episode, but um, I definitely want to do an anime episode very soon because yeah, well, love I'll, my hero. Love I'll work Dragon on that Super. so we can get Chris on the show. So I'll definitely know Yaba. My... <laughs> um, uh, yeah, dude, no Yaba, Demon Slayer made its way into my top five without a doubt. I did watch the first episode of Fire Force. I haven't. I still haven't seen Fire Force. It's but, pretty. It's pre- I mean, the, in the one episode I saw, it was pretty good. Oh man, dude! 
So much manga dropped yesterday. A new chapter of Dragon Ball Super came out. Boruto uh, chapter came out. Demon Slayer came out. Freaking uh, Black Clover came out. That's another good one, Blake. I know you told me about that, but you said you and only watched you, the first. You and then I fucking – bro, I watched like all 100 episodes, and then I read all 200 and something chapters. And like, bro, manga chapter – I fly through manga chapters. So check this out. Last Saturday – Episode 24 came out. Uh, oh, new episode of Demon Slayer today. Sorry. Uh, uh, episode 24 of uh, Demon Slayer came out last week, uh, and I was so into it, I started reading the manga right after. Picked up my chapter 50. With By Tuesday, uh, four days, I had read chapter 50 to chapter 174. Nice. Yeah, so, I mean, that's how good it is. I was, that's all I did in my spare time was reading Demon Slayer. It's great. Anyways, let's get back to the um, matchup. General Grievous versus Kirishima. General Grievous wins based off the fact that his lightsabers can cut through. Yeah, like, I try to involve more Star Wars characters in um, matchups, but they're the ones that are they're so difficult to make fights for because they're in their own little tier it's it's very difficult to make actual competitive fights they either win by a blowout or they get their asses kicked completely mm. yoda versus nightcrawler with his little fencing swords i'd say nightcrawler you think so yeah mm. i just would if like yoda had him in like a force grip would nightcrawler still be able to teleport i think so i mean has there's probably some instances of him Versus, like, a telekinetic opponent. Yeah. I feel like that's a close matchup for a Star Wars character. Um, yeah, that's actually pretty decent. Yoda being very agile and acrobatic and obviously very in-depth with the Force. Uh, more so than any other Jedi Master in history, if I'm not correct. If I'm not mistaken. But, shit, that's a good match. I feel like Yoda might actually take that one. Based off the fact that if Nightcrawler got in close, I feel like Yoda would be able to sense him. And uh, be able to dodge, evade, and um, counter. So what's up, douche flute? You got any more matchups for me? I'm all matchuped out. <laughs> You're matched out? Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, then I guess I will go ahead and wrap things up for today. Um, Blake, unless you had any final thoughts you'd like to share? With Very important announcement. By the time this episode is posted, my review of... The Goose Simulator will be posted as well. Oh my goodness, Blake, please <laughs> give me a 60-second summary of the Goose Simulator. I'll give it, give you one shorter than that. <laughs> it's the greatest game of all time. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Where can I find it? Um, It's actually on the Switch. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. I need details, but... It has a Hitman-esque uh, gameplay style. <laughs> how um you have to like use stealth and you'll set up like traps and you'll have to like distract people to accomplish objectives and shit oh lord yeah you just ruin everybody's day in that game i love it and you're a goose i mean yeah it's typical you have to be an asshole goose is there any other type of goose all right well um you know for everyone else um we encourage you all to check out comicbooklegion.com to check out you know many other podcasts, uh, YouTube videos, and reviews for the latest comic books as well as the regular Comic Book Legion podcast. 
Um, Blake, thank you as always. I enjoy you like 80% of the time, 20% of the time. I want to stab you in the kidney with the shiv, but Accurate. I try not. Uh, yeah, eh, 2075. Anyways, um, uh, that was it's 2075. <laughs> yeah, 5% of the time I really just don't give a fuck. That is, I try to you know keep that within um, me. But you know, thank you all for listening. But as always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please uh, subscribe, like, leave a comment, rate us, uh, tell us how shitty you think Blake is, tell us how awesome you think I am, and um, you all have a great weekend. Thank you all for listening, and talk to you next time. Bye.